Hey everybody, welcome back to Unqualified Therapists. I don't even know what week it is. Um, I also don't know what number episode we're on. But we're short Sherry and Molly this week and we have a new, no, yeah, that's right. <laughs> new Unqualified Therapist joining us. So I'm Nicole. I'm Janet. And I'm Jen. And welcome back. I don't think we have anything super formal to talk about this week. We've been on break, so we're not super exhausted or super stressed. So maybe we'll be less fun. We're, we have mellow moods. <laughs> yeah. Kind we're, of. We're all a little more well-rested than mm-hmm. we normally are. Um, our last one was two weeks ago. That was also on break, but it was right as break started. Yeah. So. Was that the week that I forgot to record? Yeah. I believe so. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. <laughs> um, I thought it was funny. All right, so we're going to start with uh, a goofy topic. I heard... I don't know what podcast I was listening to, but I was listening to a podcast or a table talk or something on, on YouTube, and they were talking about first kisses, and I was cracking up. I thought it was so funny. Um, this would also be a funny topic to revisit when Molly and Sherry are back, but I was just curious, <laughs> you guys' first kiss stories. Oh, I want to hear yours first. Okay. Um, so I was 13, maybe, 12, 13. Um, this is back when I was a uh, religious southern baptist and went to youth group <laughs> um and tell us more about that <laughs> i'm like say what? <laughs> what um and yeah i went to youth group every wednesday i went to church every sunday um anyway and we were doing like a lock-in at the church with like a couple different youth groups and we were playing like hide and seek it was a church that had, like, a gym inside and, you know, one of these new age churches and had, like, an upper floor around the gym. And so there were all the offices. And so we went, went and, like, were hiding in the closets in the office. And the guy I was dating at the time found me and, like, we ended up making out in the closet for a while. And he had braces and he was sticking his tongue, like, all the way down my throat. Like, you know, the typical first kiss story. That at a church. At a church. Like all Texans do. <laughs> Bring God into everything. <laughs> you didn't I, leave enough room for Jesus. I, I didn't the, leave enough room for Jesus. I went to the kind of church that you had to leave room for Jesus. Uh, mine was camping with alcohol. How old were you? I think I was 17. Okay. I took my sweet time. I didn't know uh, that. And I don't really... Like, I drank a little bit, so it was a super classy first kiss. He turns out, like, Because mine was super classy. Now he's, like, a very good-looking human. Uh, did not keep in touch. I don't even know if he knew it was the first kiss. I am pretty sure that I was very um, wise at the time and well beyond my years, and the next day when I saw him, I ignored him. Good. Yeah, because yeah. that's usually what you do after you had Old your first kiss ghosting. with someone. Yeah. Um, and then... Never saw him ever again. <laughs> so it was magical. <laughs> Jen. Uh, so my first kiss, um, I was in kindergarten on the school bus. You were in kindergarten? Yes. Man, was there tongue? Early no, I'm pretty sure he like was like and then like ran away. Okay, so then we're gonna need to hear your real first kiss story. Like, <laughs> yeah, because so we all kiss someone. I mean, I have, a, I have a cute recess. like preschool like I kiss him in the corner of the preschool room like from what I remember, and then I have my like 
should have left room for Jesus. It would have served me better a story. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, John, his name was Johnny. And the, so he kissed me on the school bus, and I told my mom, like, oh my gosh, this boy kissed me. And she was like, you probably shouldn't do that. And then the next day, I sat next to him, and I had on, like, jean shorts. And he goes, I didn't realize you had fat legs. And, <laughs> and my heart was broken. And Yeah, my heart was it, broken now and, somebody told me that. Yeah, <laughs> it like, scarred me. And I'm like, and so ever since then, I was, I'm like, dude, I've got awesome legs. And I, and I still, my legs are my favorite part of my body. And, and you don't date Johnny's. And I don't date people named Johnny. Nope. Oh, see, if Molly was here, this could lead into a whole story about the names of the people she doesn't date because she's dated so many mm-hmm. certain named guys from certain places. But I'll leave that. Me and there. Molly have a lot of Canadian mats in our life. Yeah. Um, I have bad mats, too. <laughs> I don't have any bad mats in my life. I have good mats, too, though. That's the, There's so many I mats out there. I have mats in my life in general, I don't think. Really? So. I have so many that I have good and bad ones. Man, I'm missing out. I need some mats. If you go, f- you only want good mats. <laughs> if you go for people with foreign names, then you probably won't have duplicates. I no. <laughs> just just throw just them out, out there. Saying I'm trying to like run through my list of like guys I've dated that have ended well and badly, and I don't have any duplicates. I don't think. No. Although I've there's been a lot of K. And I also, my closest friends in Kansas City are, like, Kaylee, Casey, Kate, Kylie, Cole. The Kardashians? It's just like... Are they all spelled with a K? Yeah. My parents are just like, we can't keep your friends straight ever. I have a lot of Laurens in my life. And a lot of Rebecca's. But no, like, good or bad stories either way. I have, like, Mm -hmm. Chelsea, Kelsa, Kelsey... Like, a lot of those. Interesting. I'd be really interested to, like, pull up a, a map and see, like, what the most popular... Names Like, were. 1992 for us and, like... That's true. 89? Yeah, 89 for you. I do know, and I don't know how you all feel about, like, what your sign is. I'm Gemini, and Geminis are kind of a rare breed in the sense that sometimes we like to have 20 things going on at once. Sometimes all of them are happening in Gemini our head. Gemini is the one everybody makes fun of, isn't It's the it? twin... That's kind of a little bit crazy and like, spastic. On Tumblr, there was like a thing going around for a long time. It was like a meme about zodiac signs. And like one of them is always the one that people make fun of. Of like, ugh, I'm Gemini's or whatever. And I can never remember which one it is. I know it's not my sign. So I don't that's know all I care about. <laughs> as long as it's not me. It wouldn't surprise me. But I do, my best friend in grade school, I grew up dancing. My best friend in dance, my best friend in high school. Best friend in college. These are all different people. Closest friend in the Peace Corps. My mom is. My grandma is. My great aunt is. Uh, all Gemini's. All Gemini's. Interesting. Good for you. I'm Cancer. Oh, okay. And you guys are like strictly you your zodiacs. Say? No, I was yeah. gonna say yeah. Okay, because like mine changes mm-hmm. depending on which one you go with. So I'm Aries, but I'm bright. I'm like two days off Pisces. So I have a lot of like outward Aries characteristics and a lot of like inward Pisces characteristics. So what would be the characteristics? So Aries is like really hot tempered. Really fiery, um, like the volcano. It's, it's the crab. No, it's not. It's the it's the ram. Um, so it's like really stubborn. Those are all the outward things. And then Pisces is somebody like goes with the flow, is kind of an introvert, really chill on their own. 
Sounds about right. Yeah. So I always joke that I'm like both. My sister's a Pisces. Very quiet. Likes to spend time by herself. I'd have to look up the characteristics of mine. Well, let's do it. Let's make this the podcast. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. Baby, what's your sign? <laughs> what's your sign? <laughs> Zodiac sign. Then I can pull out my tarot cards and we can do readings. I'm just kidding. Um, so, Cancer. You're the crab. When I said that, you were probably like, what are you talking about? <laughs> That's me. Um, I meant earlier when I was like, crab, no, ram. So, uh, it just gives me the things. Oh, okay, let's see. Uh, associated with <laughs> watery, phlegmatic, eloquent, cardinal, northern, commanding, nocturnal, tenacious, intuitive, and fruitful. Um, oh, that's interesting. The areas of the body that cancer governs are the breast and the stomach. They're said to be people of sensation and feeling. They tend to go by their own intuition as opposed to reasonable advice. I think that, that happens like that's sometimes. Yeah. All right, let's see what, what Wikipedia I think tenacious has. is a quality I would like to have. I think that's a badass quality. So Gemini, mm-hmm. I mean, the first one is just spot on. Brilliance of the mind. Mm. I'm on Wikipedia, which is probably a bad choice. Good communication skills, gregarious, vivacity, enthusiasm, cheerful, witty, and versatile. I think I'm pretty enthusiastic, cheerful I'd person. I'd say you're yeah. pretty inter- enthusiastic about life. And there sometimes to a point where people are like, chill. Like, it's okay. <laughs> Have you taken your chill pill today? And then it says my negative qualities are duality. Um, instability, indecision. Where and are you? What are you on? The first thing that came up on Google. Is Laziness and untidiness. I'm a pretty tidy person, so that one's not right. But I think that the, like, multiple things going on in your head kind of got that one a little bit. <laughs> and you have cancer, the emotional piece, I feel like really fits for me. Yeah, it's a strength, tenacious, highly imaginative, loyal, emotional, sympathetic, persuasive. And weaknesses, moody, pessimistic, suspicious, manipulative, insecure. I don't think you're manipulative. <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh, thank um, you. <laughs> you like art, home-based hobbies, relaxing near in water, helping loved ones, a good meal with friends. You dislike strangers, any criticism of mom, revealing of personal life. Whoa. <laughs> I don't like when people criticize my mom. <laughs> and I just hosted brunch. <laughs> that, <laughs> you was did just host brunch. that was a good meal with friends. That was a good meal. Deeply intuitive and sentimental, Cancer can be one of the most challenging zodiac signs to get to know. Very emotional and sensitive, and they care about family and home. Sympathetic and is very attached to the people who surround them. Um, people who are born under Cancer are very loyal and empathetic, and are able to empathize with pain and suffering of others. That sounds pretty spot on. Hitting the nail on the head. Alright, let's see if it reflects me. So it says, Aries traits, courageous, determined, confident, enthusiastic, optimistic, honest, passionate, weaknesses, impatient, moody, short-tempered, impulsive, aggressive. Um, They like comfortable clothes, taking on leadership roles, physical challenges, individual sports. They dislike inactivity, delays, work that does not use one talents. And let's see. First sign in the zodiac, the presence of Aries almost always marks the beginning of something energetic and turbulent. Continuously looking for dynamics speed and competition, first in everything from work to social gatherings. Um, 
People born under Aries are meant to emphasize the search for answers, answers to personal and metaphysical questions. But Pisces, on the other hand, compassionate, artistic, intuitive, gentle, wise, musical. Weaknesses, they're fearful, overly trusting, sad, desire to escape reality, can be victim or martyr. I think zodiac signs are a bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, like you're like, I can identify with all these things. Yeah. But you could probably also identify with a lot of my things or a lot of Shannon's things. I think the first time that, so when I was in Macedonia, they really believed in zodiac signs. And I think, I thought they were a bunch of crap. And then me and a friend looked ours up and she is very driven by jobs. Like she right now is living in Bulgaria, doing a Fulbright, living abroad for the fifth year. Yeah. In the hopes to be able to do like foreign service, and and I'm kind of a social person, and Gemini is just like social, 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 and hers was like work, driven by this, like influenced by this, and I was like, eh. but I think that. <laughs> Thank you, neighbor. Zodiacs are like it's fun because it's just kind of a funny way to be like, yeah. oh this, but if you were like, oh. I can't focus on something because I'm a Gemini and I have two personalities, then that's ridiculous. Like, yeah. that's, that's what's... If you start doing that, then it's kind of crazy. But otherwise, it's kind of just a fun additional element to life. I had fun a couple quarters ago because I got really into, like, personality tests. And I oh, started, yeah. like, taking, like, 20 or 30 different ones. And on the one side, it's a bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy because, like, the way you answer and end up in your zodiac is the same way you're going to answer and end up in a lot of other things. But also, like, I would do them on different days in different moods and, and always come up with the same ones. And they always kind of line up with that, like, that split between Pisces and Aries where, like, outwardly very aggressive, very stubborn, very passionate, very driven, like, honest, moody, and, like, on the inward side, very, like, gentle and caring towards other people, loyal and quiet and artistic and compassionate, mm-hmm. like, which I always found interesting. We uh, took a personality quiz in class the big one the MBTI Uh, and I was really surprised because I would imagine on your own it can kind of be entertaining but um taken with the professor that can actually explain it to you made it slightly more real real but I'm like kind of right down the line yeah and um I find Myers-Briggs really interesting because everybody always assumes that like oh, you're these things, and when you actually have explained to you, you learn that, like, it actually is a percentage of certain things that you are. Well, and that's what I talked to my professor about, because I said, you know, I'm, like, right in the middle on almost all of these, and she was asking if my parents are similar, and my parents are polar opposites, and she was like, well, you've probably learned to deal with any situation that you're thrown into, but the thing is, is, like, she's like, you don't have to do this with parents, you can just do this in life. For instance, I was an incredibly shy child. I was just really quiet. (laughs) And then I kind of learned that you have to speak out loud to get what you want. So I kept pushing myself and like, I would rather probably be alone, but I can handle being around groups. I always find Myers-Briggs really interesting when you think that like most counselors or most people in caring professions have the same Myers-Briggs. So when you have, like, a person odd man out on that, I, I always think it's interesting. Like, I am. I'm ESTP. So I'm, like, almost none. I think I am none. You're E? Yeah. Wow. I'm actually ambivert, so, like, I'm right in the center, but I fall further on the E spectrum. Am I? Yeah. I'm both. I mean, that's what an ambivert is, like. Same. I think I'm, like, one away from. What's your Shannon? IFSP. 
I'm ENFJ. He is an INFJ is the one that's most like counselor. I think so. Yeah. So he, yeah. So that's what I find interesting is when you start looking at like career choices and stuff like that. Yeah, and I I think it's interesting that like a lot of counselors um, fall towards the introvert side. Yeah. Um, where they need to get their energy like alone by spending time but with themselves. And I find that really interesting because I don't feel that way at all. I like love being around people. I need to be around my friends. I need to be doing stuff constantly. Yeah. Or I'm feeling like totally like wiped. If I can't make time to spend time with other people, I um, definitely feel wiped. But I guess I get it though too for counselors. If you're especially counselors who really thrive on working one to one. Yeah. Versus, I think I'm going to be a group therapist. I think I'm going to love running groups. Whereas I'm, like, right in the center. Like, I need people to recharge, but I also need to be by myself. Like, I never feel fully recharged if I've just spent a weekend doing one of those things. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I have to, like, split my time evenly. I think that's part of the balance thing, too, that they oh, stress so much to us. I need an hour or two to recharge. Yeah, I'm not going, Colin. I think I'm pretty similar to Nicole mm-hmm. on the introverted end, but most people wouldn't assume I'm introverted at all. No, that's actually so kind of surprising to me that you are sure to yeah, but I feel like I just hide in my room sometimes. My roommates don't see me because I hide in my room the moment I get home. But were you but surprised when that I registered as an extrovert? I think that me and you both could go either way. Yeah. Well, that's what ambivert is, and, like, that's the thing you miss on Myers-Briggs is the part that, like, there should really be a letter that means both on yeah. all of them. There should really be a letter that means they felt right in the fucking center. Because <laughs> it, like, yeah, it just... But that's a really interesting... We did a, an episode a, couple, a little while ago that was personality tests in Harry Potter houses. I think it was me, Sherry, and... Molly. Molly, yeah. Um, what houses are you guys in? I'm Hufflepuff. Mm-hmm. I'm always I'm in Ravenclaw. What? That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> what are you? I don't know. <gasps> Get out your phone. Take it right now. I don't even know Harry Potter. It it's really matter. important. We know it. <laughs> <laughs> Look up the Potter more quiz. Yeah, I was like, I was like, I have to get Hufflepuff. I'm super pissed because I. When I first got Hufflepuff, I was really angry about it. Most people are. Yeah. And then I, like, read it a little bit, and it's all about, like, people who love food and are loyal and are compassionate and, like, um, care for their friends. I think that's one of the things that's, like, really important in my life is, like, the loyalty, family, friends. Like, I hate everybody else, but... (laughs) If you're not in, you're out. If you're not in, you're out. If you're not in, you're drunk. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Let's be real. Anyway, there was um, mild interesting news. I don't think we want to talk about the caucus without Sherry and Molly. Because mm-hmm. um, I don't know enough. I could talk about that bird that flew onto Bernie's podium in Portland. That was cute. <laughs> in which Bernie is a Disney princess. And he's basically Snow White. <laughs> yeah, he is basically Snow White. There were two older ladies who came in the coffee shop today. Do I have to do this? Like, am I going to murder you if you don't? No, but I think it'd be cool. Okay, but is Do you want to pause take, and do it? Is it going to take a while? It'll take, like, I think it took us, like, five, ten minutes. I'll do it, and then I'll let everybody know next time. No, you won't. Uh-huh. We can pause. We can pause. I can refill lines. You can take the quiz. Okay, let's do that. Okay. All right, we're going to take a break for a second. Um, before we take a break, I just popped onto NPR One, so my NPR app's going to start. Oops. Um, don't forget to check us out on www.patreon.com slash unqualified therapists or on soundcloud.com slash unqualified therapists. Um, 
yeah, the more subscribers we get, the more likely we are to be able to buy better mics and get hosts, um, get um, supporters of the podcast, um, sponsors. That's what I mean. So check us out. We'll be back in a little bit. And we're back. I'm Hufflepuff. Just like me. I also think that it's a stupid questionnaire because it asks <laughs> you if you want the sun or if you like looking at the sun and the stars. And what would you put? Would you put stars? I think I'd put stars. But what could, would you I stare at the I, sun for? It's not Maybe about it's, staring. It's not about at staring. The sun. It's about what it's you about enjoy. What you are drawn more towards, the sun or the stars. See, if I was to answer this question for you, I would pick the sun because you're an early riser. But no, the moon. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's the moon or stars. Did I say sun? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, the moon or stars. Oh, I'd say stars. What the heck are you looking at the moon for? Maybe. Hmm. I guess he's. I chose stars as well, but I don't. I don't know. It's fun to look at stars. Sometimes I, they fall. You can make a wish. There's so many of them. Sometimes you see more. Sometimes you see less. A moon with a circle that sometimes goes away and comes back, but it's there all the I'm freaking time. I'm offended on behalf of the moon for you. Like, <laughs> and I mean, like, the moon is like the boss. <laughs> the moon I know, is that in we, charge of the stars. It, like, so we have gravity because of the moon. We have a lot of great things. It's assisting us to survive, but... <laughs> Did you read all about what a Hufflepuff is? No. Shannon, you are a bad quiz taker. I don't do Harry Potter. <laughs> Why do you have such an aversion to Harry Potter? You guys are projecting your interest in Harry Potter <laughs> onto me. You're not wrong. And also, it requires me to read things, and I don't have to do that for another week. All right, are you ready? Yeah. Hufflepuff is the most inclusive among the four houses, valuing hard work, dedication, patience, loyalty, and fair play rather than a particular aptitude in its members. The emblematic animal is a badger. Who doesn't give a shit? <laughs> and yellow and black are its colors. That was a none of you laughed. Neither of you laughed. I, did, you get, yes. did you get? Yeah, <laughs> but I don't, I don't care. Um. Do, 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 do. Students belonging to this house are known to be hardworking, friendly, loyal, honest, and rather impartial. Um, not as competitive as other houses. More modest about their accomplishments. You don't care about any of this. It's silent in the peanut gallery. They're right next to the kitchens, so they're always going back to food. I like food. I love food. I like to be honest and fair. Anyway, Shannon doesn't care about Harry Potter in other news. She's the worst person of our generation. Okay, I will tell you, this is my lone moment when I liked Harry Potter. There was a movie, and let's say it was the there third. There were a lot of movies. Yeah, but there was one that I think was the second or third from the last. When Ron and Hermione first got together. <laughs> they didn't get together until the last movie. No, no, no. At the very end. Yeah, okay. They were like, oh, is this a thing? And I say this because they discovered alcohol on this one. They discovered dating. They discovered, like, all sorts of things. And I was like, hey, they're the normal humans. You're definitely talking about the And Ron took the love potion. Like, that one was just funny. He was funny. dating Lavender Brown, not Hermione. Yeah, but at the end, he realized that he liked Hermione. No, at the end, he was still making out with Lavender Brown. At the end, Hermione realized that she should be dating Ron. That's, that's accurate. That happened. <laughs> uh, but I liked it because they, they weren't like, the they weren't just like, oh, spoiler alert. we have to save the world. They were like, hey, I gotta drink too much and have the hiccups. And I'm also gonna accidentally take both. Like, they were, it was, yeah. it was normal life. They were 15, so they were acting like 15-year-olds. Exactly. 
Are you having issues over there? Yeah, my tights are ripped, so my toe keeps popping out. I see that. We're joined by the, the Tights Club today, uh-huh. sponsored by women who wear tights. <laughs> a club I am not a part of. <laughs> and if anybody listens to this podcast feels like sponsoring us, we can get new tights that don't have holes in them. <laughs> H&M, are you out there? <laughs> um, I say we bring up one more topic and then we call it, since, since we don't really have that much anxiety on our, on our plates this time around. Yeah. Anybody? Anybody? You had so many really great ideas earlier. Um, we've talked about most of these. We talked about one of these on the um, the podcast that wasn't. We'll just call it that one. Uh, which was the stupid stuff that we're into. Mm-hmm. And my answer to that was, I think I had two answers. One of them was the Kardashians, and one of them was like athletic wear, like athleisure. The Kardashians is still out. I've been dressing up a lot more lately since I'm not super stressed about school. <laughs> I've become a functioning human once the quarter is over. For three weeks? For three weeks, I'm out of every quarter. So 12 weeks out of the year. One month. No, that's not. <laughs> that math is so incorrect. Is this three the part when you're functioning? <laughs> three months? Yeah, three months out of the year. What kind of math is that? <laughs> I'm a functioning human. Well, your months are real long. You look like so <laughs> Jen's looking at me like, what's wrong with Nicole? Um, <laughs> yeah. It's because the Kardashians aren't on right now. I don't know what to do with myself. Um, I will say that there have been times when I've watched Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Maybe five times in my life. But that's more than Harry Potter. Shannon. <laughs> Plus you. Um, How I, are you a millennial? I am a slightly older than you all millennial, which I know doesn't count because <laughs> a lot really of my friends like Harry Potter. Potter. But um, but I'm using that and sticking to it. Um, Did you guys watch Vanderpump? The Keeping Up with the Vanderpump show? Oh, it's another like reality no. show with a family. I don't really watch reality TV. So, a guilty pleasure of mine, when I'm anxious and need to be calmed down, this isn't interesting, I watch a David Attenborough narrated Planet Earth thing, because he just calms me. <laughs> like, and I've, then the wolves. I've done us. this. Have you, ever watched, have you ever watched the Snoop Dogg narrated? Yeah, it's really good. I love Planet Earth really in... I minored in geography in undergrad, but since I was 19, nothing, but you really get excited to listen to David Attenborough, and yeah, ever since undergrad, for like eight or nine years now, that totally calms me down. I also, sometimes to cheer myself up, will watch like late night clips, so Ellen, the Jimmies, I like to watch The Daily Show. I watch The Daily Show almost every night before I go to bed, Um, plus Trevor Noah's just really hot. And then another thing that Nicole might appreciate is that sometimes, and I don't know why, I'll, like, scan blogs of, like, what's in style or, like, beauty things, and I'll just be like, oh, that's what I should know about. (laughs) Okay. Or, like, pretty places that you should go in the world or the latest art, and and I'll just, like, scan it for 20 minutes. You Pinterest. Yeah, but it's not actually on Pinterest, but I guess it could be. I do like that. I've been using Pinterest for a lot of, like, directive stuff, like art therapy stuff lately. Is it weird to find art therapy directives on Pinterest? No, I don't think 
so. Okay. I cool. think that I a lot of that. our coworkers are co-students. Co-leaks. Co-leaks sounds like something to do with your colon. 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 <laughs> we do have a colon. <laughs> In other news, Nicole's teeth and tongue have fallen out. She can't figure out how to say a word. Twelve months! Uh, <laughs> we're getting our new denture paste tomorrow. No I've only had one glass of wine, guys. Okay, Jen, what's your guilty pleasure? Yeah, what's your guilty pleasure? I had a lot of REI. I spent a lot of time on the REI website. <laughs> <laughs> like, I even have the REI app, so when I'm, like, not near a computer, I can add things to my backpacking and wish, wish list. Wait, I just came up with another guilty pleasure. Jen, how do you go grocery shopping? What app do you have for grocery shopping? <laughs> I don't have the app, but I have a Safeway account for coupons. <laughs> Oh, I was like, I have Instacart, and I do my grocery shopping in an app, and then people do my grocery shopping for me. No, I get coupons and then go to Safeway. Oh, my Safeway. With my Safeway coupon. I have another guilty pleasure that I just remembered, which lately has been looking at the Bitter Barista Oh, yeah, that's so funny. Yeah. So, there's this guy who used to work at, um... Fucking what shop he used to work. Whatever. He worked at a shop in Georgetown. Uh, so in Seattle, and he used to post stuff that was like his impression of customers or what had happened to him. And I've been saying for weeks that I'm going to write a like how to be a good customer 101 from things like people coming in and ordering their coffee. And instead of saying like, hi, can I get a, they'll just say like, yeah, 16 ounce mocha. And then like shake their heads at me and I'm like, I'm sorry, what? Like <laughs> you would love me as a customer. Would I? Because you're very nice. I say my places and thank yous. That's good. I people also, who come in and they're like, you're going to make my 60-ounce mocha for me? And I'm like, oh, am I? Like, the only way that's appropriate to order it is if you're wearing a crown. Like, please stop. It was really fascinating, though, because in Macedonia, I would translate and ask, can I get this? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people were like, that's weird. Yeah. We did, Don't we did the ask same thing for it. You just have to France. state, this is what I want. Asking for it doesn't fit with our culture. And I was like, but but that's kind. <laughs> that's yeah. a nice way to say things that you we want. We did the same thing in France. We would say, like, could I please have? And they'd be like, normally people just, like, put what they want to order. And we were like, no, we will always do the full, like, could I please have? Blah, blah, blah. Like, really formally. Yeah, because I, we're Americans. I think that's an American thing. Yeah. Like, the pleasantry and the, like, niceness. I like the way you do it. Macedonians, because eventually when I was there, they're like, just stop. They called it fake. <laughs> so like, that's fake, and it's bullshit. And, but that's... Maybe but that's, that's like it's, it's a difference in culture. Yeah. If I was living there for two and a half years, it makes sense to adapt to their culture. And when they're here, it makes sense for them to say, can I please? I'm trying to find one that will like make sense if you're not a barista to read. Um, This is my favorite one, and this is the one I told you earlier, and it's customer. One of these days, you will remember my drink, barista, pop quiz, what's my name? (laughs) (laughs) Which is, like, so accurate of people coming in and being like, what do you mean you don't know what I order? What's my name, sir? Like, please, I tell you what, I will eat my foot if you know my name, or where I'm from, or how old I am. Like, Do you say any of these out loud? um, Or just in your head? I feel like Nicole might. There, I am, I'm sassy to, to some customers. There's a couple customers who've come in and, like, I've been like, hi, what can I get you today? And they're like, my usual. And I'm like, you're going to have to be more specific. 
and they're like, what do you mean? You don't know it? Like, the guy who's here on Wednesday mornings know it. I'm happy for him. I'm not here on Wednesday mornings. Like, stuff like that. Yeah. Because it's like, I don't know. I guess I feel like I didn't work customer service. Well, I did work customer service, but I didn't work food service before this job, and I never thought I acted like this, and maybe I did. But I feel like people who work food service get treated as lesser human beings, and it flabbergasts me. Because, like, not only do people not know how to make their own coffee in this country, I see them every day when I work. When people come in and treat me like I'm a gnome or something, and I'm like, what the fuck? How were you raised? When I, I just was, don't get it. So between the Peace Corps and moving to Seattle for grad school, I was working at a very... Fancy five-star restaurant in Kansas City was, like, one of the nicer ones. And people are assholes. Yeah. Because, Grant, so a lot of people that served there, they served for a lot of their life. So, like, more than one table was like, so is this what you're going to be doing for your whole life? Yeah. And I was like, no, actually, I just finished... Peace Corps and now I'm going to grad school, but there are really awesome people that do it for their whole life, and that's a rude question. <laughs> yeah, it's like I was telling Jen earlier, the people who come into the shop and want to ask me questions and be like, oh, I didn't expect you to answer so intelligently. And I'm like, dude, I have a bachelor's degree and I'm halfway through getting my master's. Like, I'm smarter than you are. Just <laughs> fuck right off, please. Like, it, it's flabbergasting to me. This one says, I always hoped I'd have a job where people treat me like a vending machine, which is just really accurate or people who who refuse to tip and they're like I'm not contributing to your college fund and I want to be like everybody here has a bachelor's degree everybody please stop so that's been a guilty pleasure of mine lately um it's also funny it's not just all complaints yes I have thought about carrying hemp milk I've also thought about kicking a hippie in the shins I'm definitely open to new ideas (laughs) um one of my guilty pleasures on Instagram I don't really follow people I know I know. It took you a really long time to follow me. I follow... It's like, you know, Facebook... You follow me, don't you? I yeah. So. I post great stuff. I follow like 10 people <laughs> on Instagram <laughs> of friends. But my Facebook is my friends, and my Instagram is like, you know, the people Businesses. that... No, it's like artists, world travelers, photographers, the people that inspire me More artistically. And, and sometimes... Facebook just has a lot of babies and families, and oh, I can't always, that doesn't inspire me very much. That just makes me want to run the other way and scream. So, Instagram is like dream friends. <laughs> My last Instagram post was a picture, I had both of you in it. <laughs> it did, yeah, that was a great brunch. That was a good picture, I think. Those, there were some really great characters a, in it. Was a really There's a lot brunch. of characters. I, I collect characters of my friends. One day I'll write a great children's book. I made myself giggle during your brunch when I was like, oh, that's the next one. (laughs) No. (laughs) Where are we putting everyone? (laughs) We're sitting in the one room in my apartment uh, that also happens to be my foyer and my kitchen and my living room and my bedroom. We could have it at Olympic Sculpture Park. Hold up. Let me point out that Nicole is concerned about having a foyer because all of us have one of those. Well, I do. I have a little, like, (laughs) lobby area over there. I know, but you say it as if, like... All places should have one of those. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, my my apartment is one room, and it is all of those things. It's a one-stop shop. The only thing that has a door is the bathroom, and I that doesn't even fuck But I do appreciate, it's very bright and welcoming. Um, I tend to, no, I don't tend to, I do have a bedroom that has wood-paneled walls. <laughs> so anytime with a tiny window with really gross carpet. 
So Seattle anytime has not treated us all very well. No. That's anytime I'm in anyone's apartment that's just white with a window, I'm like, wow. I do have I do look have at very how, large bay windows. Look at how bright it is in here. Like you can see my hand. <laughs> I think that Seattle this should be like our life hashtag. Hashtag haze. Yeah, Seattle and haze is all real hard. Because I think we all had a rough a rough go of it for our first year and a half for almost two years. Some days it's a little rougher than others, but definitely the first year was really rough, I think, for all it's of us. It's getting better. I, I had think... a great week last week. That's my first, like... It's because the sun's out. Sun's out, guns my out. My mom appeared, and just, like, people kept giving me free stuff, and everything it's went well. My life is pretty good right now, but it kind of has a lot... It had, like, a lot of downs, and then ups and downs, and now it's up. Yeah. And I'm like, stay. Life, life is not like just stay up. Life is not an ever increasing chart. I feel like it's definitely a mountain range. Mm-hmm. That's how it should be. Yeah, when you live abroad, it's more like like Everest and like in the basin of the like downside. No, of like the Pacific Ocean, but <laughs> but otherwise, I think it is like mountains and valleys, and yeah. I think that it's as our unqualified therapist podcast fitting to our name. I think it's healthy to not expect life to be like a perfect Facebook account. You know, it's healthy to expect to have shitty weeks and to have shitty months and it's healthy to expect to also have really joyful months because life isn't perfect and if you learn to accept all of the... I was watching a podcast the other day. This is fitting to what I was just saying. And, mm-hmm. and... Okay, I was watching a TED Talks. Okay. <laughs> which could be similar to podcasts that you listen I mean, to. Ted does have a podcast. It's true. Called TED Radio. And it was talking about how this lady did a lot of research on how to feel joy. Mm-hmm. And then after six years of research, she realized that the people who feel the most joy are the people who are comfortable being vulnerable. I've listened to this one. And I have listened to it before, but I was telling someone else to listen to it and listen to it again. It was like a year later. And after learning a lot about mindfulness in that last quarter, which I know that I have a long way more to learn about, it's just kind of one of those, okay, if you accept all emotions, you can feel the biggest of each emotion. Like, the peaks of the mountains can be higher with that joyfulness. Yeah. But you also will, in turn, possibly be more open to feeling larger amounts of pain. But by opening that, life kind of becomes more well-rounded. That's true. Now, I guess then you have to learn how to do it. Well, <laughs> and I mean, being able to feel, like, fully feel pain. And let yourself to fully experience joy, I think, is a really powerful thing. Because I don't think a lot of people have that skill. Um, and to allow yourself to do that, I think, is really a huge thing. It requires a lot of self-compassion to know that you'll make it out of whatever that painful thing is. And yeah. there's things to learn and grow from each time that happens. Yeah, I definitely struggle with, like, feeling those things. I just kind of tamp it all down and just am like, just keep swimming, keep swimming. <laughs> I mean, I cry a lot. That's a thing I do. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like I'm on I'm on the upswing right now. So this is like if I bring it back to customer service, why it's great to work in customer service because I just get really pissed at a lot of customers and then don't feel any other emotions, <laughs> just feel angry. <laughs> I felt really angry toward the child today. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but I was also kicked really hard in the face, so that'll happen sometimes. <laughs> Disclaimer: Shannon did not kick back. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I teach. Sometimes I'm life like, kicks you in the face, <laughs> and sometimes it doesn't. But on days when it does, it really hurts. 
Also, if you're a substitute teacher, you don't have to go back to the classroom of the child that kicked you in the face really hard. Oh, Molly and Shannon, you've missed... Uh, Molly and Sherry, you've missed a week. Sorry, Shannon. Oh, Always put Shannon and Sherry. Or Jen. Yeah, except for when it's Shannon and Jen. I names. I'm really bad. Uh-huh. Just in life. Uh-huh. They're in 12 months. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh. this is... Technically, if you wanted to talk about a metaphor, you could say that in our three weeks between quarters, some of us didn't get all three. It's like you can take the <laughs> USB out of your brain and just like put I can't it. I see where you're going with this. Put it somewhere that you hope it won't get lost, and then just <laughs> and then just not care for those two or three weeks. You the know, USB like I found at my desk for this. What USB <laughs> is this? This is really dusty. That's your brain. <laughs> Be uh, sure to put it back in. But you know, like. I feel like by week 10, I'm working on overdrive, and my brain is working so hard, and immediately I'm like, no. I'm really happy for everybody who got to take a break this quarter, at the end of this quarter. And I got to take a couple days while my family was here. Uh, I'm really happy for everybody. I don't want to hear any times during the next quarter, like, what do you mean you're super tired? Like, I just, I don't want to hear it anymore. I don't want to hear anything about self-care. I don't want to hear anything about what other people are doing to, like, make themselves feel better. I'm going to be super bitter. I don't want to hear it. Let's (laughs) talk more about this. What do you mean? Say more. (laughs) You say more. (laughs) I just am like, it's really frustrating to me because I work a lot of jobs and I'm a grad student and you won't hear me complain about it. I just do it. To hear when we're like in class and stuff, people being like, oh, you should take a break. You should like just take a day off and like sleep and do this. And I'm like, that's all well and good. And I'm really, I'm not bitter. I'm very glad that you get to do that in your life. But also, please fuck right off. (laughs) Yeah, it, I, okay, so she's not listening, so it doesn't matter. I love my mother. But sometimes she's like, you're working too hard. And I'm like, yeah, but. It's like, you're not wrong, but stop telling me that. Well, no, but I, and I took a miniature break. I went to New York for four days. I worked every other day, so it doesn't feel like I had this, like, amazing break. But I got to get out of Seattle, which was really amazing. Um, but if I don't work, nobody pays for my rent. Yeah. And then I You're also a homeless. like me. Yeah. Like, we function but, like that. But, like, I, it doesn't just magically my bills get paid for. So when people are like, slow down, I'm like, mm, do you want to give me money and then I can slow down and then it's okay? <laughs> yeah. I, I hear you, girl. <laughs> I hear you. That's, like, the most frustrating thing to me when we're in classes and people are like, well, what do you do? And I tell them, and they're like, oh, you should, like, quit two of those jobs. And it's just like, take chill. You're in, you're in grad school. Just, like, take out more student loans. And I'm like... Are you going to let me move in with I you? would like you to please express to me how you are a functioning human. Oh, you have a husband who supports you? I'm super happy for you. Like, like really, legitimately, I'm really glad that you get to do that, that this is your opportunity to, to like, better yourself and to pursue your dreams. That is not the opportunities that I am living right now. I am a single person who lives alone in a studio apartment in downtown Seattle that I chose. Uh, so I work for it. Please stop talking. <laughs> it even has a foyer. Super big foyer. The lobby's all brand new. That's actually accurate. The lobby is all brand new. I know. I walked in. I'm like, dang, Nicole, back at it again with the new carpet. (laughs) (laughs) As long as they don't put the new carpet in my nice wood-floored bedroom. I don't think they will. This is pretty nice wood-floored. They have the wood floor out there, too. When they pulled it all up, I saw it. They have the same linoleum out there. Why wouldn't you make that wood floor? That would look super nice if you waxed it. Because I'm not their interior designer. You missed out. 
<laughs> job number seven <laughs> interior design of my apartment the greatest home. part about all this is she's wearing an adorable little black dress with lion slippers that are eating her legs they make me feel better about myself they're the size extra large in children's sizes my sister wanted a pair but she couldn't fit into the extra large children's sizes oh I definitely could not I have big feet I could I see that ta-da <laughs> anyway that's just my like my thing I want to hear less in life. Like I go get it. T- don't go to Antioch. Don't go to Antioch. I, I get don't. It. I other think people don't do things the way we do things. I think that's a cool dream. But I'm not telling other people. Oh, you only work one job. You should get a second or third one. Like you make more money. Like I'm not telling people that because I don't care how they live their lives. So please stop being fussed about mine. I'm so grumpy. I'm surprised teachers are still letting me take four classes. You want to do it? I think they are just like, you do it, Shannon, because we can't stop you, and if we try to stop you, you come in like, all right, be long. (laughs) No, I don't. I just go to the people in charge. (laughs) Or you take me and Shannon with Sherry with you. No, that wasn't it. The first time it happened, I was just like... The first time it happened was probably the same time as me. I was like, Michael, I promise I won't commit suicide. I'm going to do this. Okay, moving on. And then afterward, he was like, wow, you did that. Okay. I don't think I've confronted anyone that I'm doing it three quarters in a row. I think they might. Has it just become your new normal? Are you just used to it? No, because this is the last quarter and then I'm done. Oh. With taking too many classes. Are you still going to be working? This is this is a conversation for after the podcast. Never mind. <laughs> are, you, are we ready to finish? Jen, did you have anything you wanted to bring? Nope. Whoever's listening, thank you for listening to us have a conversation. This is how uh, grad school conversations go. It's like a downward spiral <laughs> some days. Spiral. Um, we don't know how many months there are in a year. We definitely don't know how long months are. None of us <laughs> do math. <laughs> there are 12 weeks in one month. Um, find us at www.soundcloud.com slash therapist or www.patreon.com slash therapist if you would like to subscribe and give us money. Or share our podcast if you want your friends to listen to it. Download it. Listen to it in the car. We think we're really cool. We don't actually care what you think. And really funny. (laughs) And really funny. We're going to go drink some more wine. Um, And maybe text Molly and Sherry and tell them how stupid they are for missing this. Because we're like friends like that. (laughs) Exactly. All right. We will see you in two weeks. um, Maybe with five of us with a longer podcast back in school. So we'll be our normal, exhausted, giggly selves. All right. Bye, guys.